0: Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
1: The kakadu plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a kakadu smoothie. I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever
0: you get your podcasts. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig with details.
1: Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is a special bonus episode of Encyclopedia Womanica, brought to you by the Women's Suffrage Centennial Commission. Since 2019, the commission has amplified the untold stories of women's fight for the vote with a variety of celebratory events, panel discussions, educational initiatives, and public art projects. It was created by Congress to commemorate 100 years of the 19th Amendment, which was officially adopted on August 26, 1920. In the spring of 1912, New York City hosted a parade. But it wasn't just any parade. Nearly 10,000 suffragists gathered in the streets to march for women's right to vote. And at the front, riding a white horse, was 16-year-old Mabel Pinghua Li. In its coverage of the event, the New York Times wrote that the girl on the horse was the symbol of the new era, when all women will be free and unhampered. Maybelle Pinghua Li was born in 1896 in Guangzhou, China. When she was around five years old, Mabel came to the United States with her parents, Li Tao and Li Lai beck That they were able to immigrate at all as a Chinese family entering the United States was somewhat of a miracle. In the middle of the 19th century, a wave of Chinese immigrants entered into the US. Many of the men worked in mines and on the railroads, but they faced growing prejudice from white Americans who took their cues from the pervasive bias of the period. Stereotypes portrayed Chinese people as inherently passive servile even, and these, according to those in power, were not characteristics worthy of American citizenship. This racism was codified in laws that effectively halted Chinese immigration to the U.S. Most notably, the Chinese Exclusion Act of 1882 drastically shrunk the number of Chinese men and women allowed into the country. Amid all this, Ping Pinghua Li managed to make it to New York City in 1900. Her parents were both teachers. Her father served as the Baptist minister for the Morningside Mission in Chinatown. As educators, they qualified for one of the few exceptions in the Exclusion Act. They were able to immigrate to the United States, but they still could not become citizens. Growing up in Manhattan, Maybelle was raised with a mix of American and Chinese belief systems. Her parents refused to bind her feet. They valued education, they encouraged her to investigate feminism and suffrage. By the time she was a teenager, Maybelle was heavily involved in local politics, and she joined the fight for women's right to vote. As a young Chinese immigrant, Maybelle knew that gender was not the only barrier to voting in the U.S. She challenged white suffragists to fight for people of all races to gain access to the ballot. Suffrage leaders were so impressed with Maybelle, who at 16 had recently been accepted into Barnard College, that they asked her to help lead the parade. Maybelle's mother and other women from New York's Chinese community marched too, waving American flags and signs that read Light from China. After the march, Maybelle continued speaking and writing on behalf of Chinese women. In 1915, her appearance at the Women's Political Union was covered by the New York Times. Her speech, titled The Submerged Half, advocated for education and civic involvement for Chinese women. In the Chinese Students Monthly, a newspaper which she frequently contributed to, Maybell urged the leaders of China to incorporate women's rights into the foundation of their new government. In 1921, Maybelle earned a PhD in economics from Columbia University. She was the first ever Chinese woman in the U.S. to do so. But when the 19th Amendment was ratified in 1920, Maybell couldn't vote. She wasn't considered a citizen. It wasn't until the Chinese Exclusion Act was repealed in 1943 that really any Chinese woman could vote in the United States. Maybell became a local leader in New York's Chinatown, taking over her father's role at what became the first Chinese Baptist church in New York. She died in 1965. It isn't known if she ever became a U.S. citizen or was ever able to cast a ballot. Maybell fought for the 19th Amendment, despite the fact that she was prevented from becoming a citizen and therefore would not gain the right to vote directly from the amendment's ratification. Though she knew there would be more obstacles ahead, she never gave up the fight. That was the message behind Forward Into Light, a project spearheaded by the Women's Suffrage Centennial Commission, that we can find hope today by learning of the perseverance, tenacity, and resilience of the suffragists. On August 26, 2020, the official 100th anniversary of the 19th Amendment certification, Hundreds of buildings and landmarks across the country were bathed in purple and gold light, illuminating the nation in the historic colors of the American suffrage movement. Some of our country's most iconic structures lit up that night. The White House, the Empire State Building, the Gateway Arch, state capitol buildings, a dozen Smithsonian museums, and dozens of national park sites nationwide, even Niagara Falls. Local communities and families also got involved, lighting up city halls, local theaters and libraries, or putting purple and gold string lights on their individual homes. Folks could also participate virtually on August 26th using a special suffrage centennial lens on Snapchat and exploring photos from across the country by following forwardintolight on social media. The name of the campaign, Forward Into Light, was inspired by the historic suffrage slogan, Forward Through Darkness, Forward Into Light, This unprecedented nationwide celebration on August 26th honored the countless suffragists like Maybelle, who fought for what they knew was right despite all obstacles, and reminded us all that there is hope for the future if we continue working through the difficult times. Just like Maybelle was willing to fight for the federal suffrage amendment knowing there would still be work ahead, the Forward into Light campaign was an opportunity to celebrate the victory of the 19th Amendment and reflect on what it left unfinished. To explore photos from forward into light, visit www.womensvote100.org. Talk to you on Monday. Looking
0: for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Come.